If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TAKO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, Gainbridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder Gainbridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today at Gainbridge.io. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It's hour two. It's great to be here. Greg Cosell in less than five minutes. It's the herd wherever you may be and however you may be listening on a Thursday. Thanks for making us part of your day tonight. There's a preseason game. Another great weekend. I'll be watching like you. Uh, We're both off tomorrow back Monday. So this is a fun time to watch. Keep your eye on that backup quarterback for the Raiders. That's all I'm going to say. I think we found Brock Purdy 2.0. Keep your eye on. Um, Aiden O'Connell, the Purdue kid, talked to two executives in the NFL last night. Both of them said their scouts loved him. Loved him. Didn't need him because of their quarterback situations, but their quarterback scouts loved him. Uh, Unrelated to football, how about the programming note, Messi playing in a title game Saturday. Will you interrupt your little uh, weekend with the wife to uh, watch the Messi? I'll watch some highlights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exciting. It'll be fun. So um, I've said before is uh, I think sometimes you should make changes in life because you get stuck in a rut. Um, it's just I, I was just talking to a friend this morning and I'm like, move forward, take chances, you know, get on a plane, get in an Uber, go out, take chances, socialize. And Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay wore me out. Retirement talk ayahuasca off seasons were messy at least from the public view wouldn't practice with the young guys at OTAs I was just over it I was just over it the new Aaron Rodgers I really like um yesterday he talked about their offensive line I don't get concerned heavily about things that I don't have a huge role in yet now that might change at some point I might say hey I need the five who are going to be in there to be in there with me for a solid week. But I don't think we're at that point yet because I don't think there's five guys that have earned those spots. So um, I'm going to have some patience with that. 
It's August uh, 16th, I believe. Is that right? So we got some time. Also, it's coming up. Perfect. Holding people accountable. Five guys. We don't have them yet. Going to be patient, but not that patient. Perfect. Engaged. Holding people accountable. It's not my role yet, but it could be. That's a perfect bite. Perfect. He also said this. A lot of stress. A lot of concern about things. Uh, there's some things that are totally out of my control. Some things I have an input on. Um, who's playing left and right tackle every day? I don't have input on at this point. Don't have control. So I'm just trying to uh, be consistent with those guys, with uh, holding them accountable and testing them every single day with cadence, with calls, with adjustments, and just the normal stuff we're going to be doing. Guys that can handle it are going to be in there. Guys that can't aren't. I love that. Again, holding people accountable. Did you hear what he said? I'm testing guys with cadence. He's playing the tricks. He's making it hard for young guys. I mean, Aaron's the hike, 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 hike. He's playing all the tricks. I'm working on you guys. Not all this stuff is in my purview. I don't have control over it. Not yet. But if I have to, I will. This Aaron Rodgers is totally, fully engaged, committed, mentoring, teaching, serious, but not too harsh. Really like it. Really like this Aaron Rodgers. Not that we didn't like him in Green Bay, but it, it got a little tedious. Is that fair to say? It got a little tedious at times. Don't like my quarterbacks talking about retirement. What's he done in Green Bay? Hey, I'm going to be here for years. Just good messaging. And when Devontae Adams left Green Bay, part of it was I didn't know who the quarterback was going to be. Fake it. I'm going to play forever. Fake it. Whatever. I don't want guys leaving. This Aaron I'm into. Greg Cosell, 44 years, NFL Films. We do this every Thursday starting now. So um, let's get right to it. Let's get to the young guys first. And I know it's hard. Okay. Offensive line play is kind of a mess in this league, especially in preseason when starters are out. <laughs> let's talk Carolina Bryce Young. Loved him out of college. Bit small, like Frank Reich. Anything you saw with Bryce Young? You know, Kyle, I don't think that that game gives you much that, that changes anyone's opinion one way or the other. I mean, he was under duress. People talked about, hey, he took some shots and he got up. You know, he didn't play a lot of snaps. I mean, for me, if I'm really going to look at a guy playing in a preseason game, I want to see him play really meaningful snaps. And, and even then, you're not judging him to the point where you're making a definitive conclusion. But, you know, whether it's Young or C.J. Stroud, who was also under major duress, they didn't play enough snaps to me okay. to draw any meaningful conclusion about what they'll be as NFL quarterbacks. And, and I think if people want to draw those kinds of conclusions, I think, I don't think, I think they're being disingenuous. There, there's not enough there to say anything of real meaning. Okay. So CJ Stroud didn't play a lot of snaps either, had a bad pick. It is Belichick. He does that to young quarterbacks. What did you make of that performance? Yeah. I mean, look, if, if one wants to really you know, sort of push the limit, and I don't like to do that. You could say that the that the pick he threw was the kind of thing you didn't see in college, where he threw the ball late, kind of in the middle of the field. He clearly did not see Jalen Mills, um, which, again, all you can say is you're surprised that he didn't see him, but you know, that he'd been under duress the whole game. He probably was playing a little fast mentally, yeah. which did not happen very often at Ohio State. Um, again, I'm, I'm trying to 
just put that into his head. I don't know that he felt that, you know, but maybe he did. But obviously, the nature of that pick was not something we saw in college. But, you know, the other thing that people need to remember is you want to see young players, Colin, make mistakes. Maybe fans don't, but from a coaching perspective, they want things to teach and, 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 and to coach. They want to see mistakes. I mean, I remember Ron Jaworski telling me about Sid Gilman when Dick Vermeil brought him in. Uh, and Jaws had been in the league seven years already. And, and Gilman said, hey, preseason, training camp, I want you to test what you can do. We'll find out if you can do it. You'll find out if you can do it. He says, I don't care if you throw five interceptions. We have to know what you can do and what you can't do. So when we get to week three, we know the answer to that. Okay, Anthony Richardson was interesting. He may have had the worst pick of the weekend. But from his physical confidence, <laughs> from his physical confidence yeah. to his feet, I was like, "There's something there." He is a big, big kid, and I thought, considering yeah. he, he doesn't have any reps of note in college outside of one year, what did you see on film? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you see just the, the physical traits, which we knew about. That's not a surprise. I mean, they ran a couple of plays that are the kinds of things you'll see with Richardson during the regular season with the run game element, the define one read throw. He obviously threw a beautiful ball on the sale route to Pierce versus tight man. Yeah. It had the right trajectory, precise ball location. Obviously, it should have been caught. That was a beautiful throw. Um, I'm very curious. You know, we're not there every day. I'm curious to know how they're working with him because I'm telling you, there were too many throws where he did not have a firm base and too many throws where he did not step to his target. Now he's so gifted with his arm as a pure arm talent that often maybe that's not a factor, but at some point it is. So again, I'm sure they're working with him on it because you can't live throwing the ball off balance. So I have somebody I trust in the South that watches a lot of SEC football. And he said, I don't trust Will Levis makes bad decisions, uh, just never bought him as an NFL franchise quarterback. And so I'm I'm watching him this weekend, and he uncorked a couple of ugly ones. Hard to explain. You know, arm talent, plenty of starts. What was your takeaway from his debut? Yeah, you know, I didn't think it was – I mean, I, I've read a lot where people said it was bad. Uh, first of all, that final interception was not on Will Levis. I, I'm not going to break it down for you because I don't, you know, people can't see the all 22 play, but that was not on him. I know exactly what the play was, and the receiver kind of hung him out to dry because he threw that ball with timing and anticipation, expecting the receiver to be in a certain spot, and the receiver was not there. Um, but I, I thought. For the most part, he looked like he belonged on an NFL field. Um, I think his ball placement needs to become more precise. Yeah. And again, that may or may not happen. And if it doesn't happen, that will be a problem going forward and will minimize his opportunity to be a, a, a good player in the league. Um, even some completions, the ball location was not what it needed to be. Um, but again, you know, I know a lot of people didn't like him in college, particularly his last year. Uh, we'll see. You know, I also spoke to to someone who coached him who said that there are times, you know, that he looked like he was Josh Allen and people thought he should be a, a top five pick and be a great player. So I think we have to wait and see on Will Levis. All right, let's pivot to the NFL. So you've been covering this league for a long time. I, I, I said this about the USFL a few months ago. I said there's some really interesting players at running back, at wide receiver corner. 
There are no NFL offensive linemen in the USFL. If you can play, the league would take you tomorrow because offensive line play in the league feels like it's gotten bad over the last several years. So in preseason, it's like, yikes. So the Jets O line is yep. so the Jets O line's been dominated by Tampa and Carolina in practices. Uh, you know Robert Sala and Hard Knocks is like guys, get it together. Can you can you go from that to a top ten O line over the next three weeks? Oh boy, that's a hard question. But I will say this as a general statement: I think O lines take a lot longer to come together into cohesive units than D lines. Um, and I think don't forget, you're dealing with guys who are still athletically far less than the players they're playing against. And now you're asking them through the course of training camp, which is a lot less than it used to be in terms of being able to actually play football. You're asking guys, particularly second or third string guys, to go in and play at a high level when they don't get a lot of reps together. And I'm telling you, if you talk to O-linemen, Colin, and I know you have in your career, they tell you that it's all working together. And that's the big issue. These guys don't work together. And also second and third uh, string guys, they're just not as good. They're just not as good. Right. And you really see that. I noticed that in watching the preseason tape that I did watch. I didn't watch every single game, obviously. But, I mean, there are some guys who I watch and I'm like, oh, man, that guy is simply not going to be in the NFL. Um, so, you know, is it a concern for the Jets right now? Um, you know, I, I heard what Aaron Rodgers said, and I thought he handled that exceptionally well. And it's probably not a concern as we speak today. Um, we'll see in a week or two from now. But, you know, they'll put out their best five, and they'll get to their best five sooner than later, and they will play them because they need to work together. Okay, I, th this I got a lot of pushback, apparently. I've been told Packer fans very mad at me, but two things bothered me with Jordan Love. Number one, he had the cleanest pocket of any quarterback last week. The the fewest pressures. Yeah. He had plenty of time to throw. And yet, that Musgrave throw at tight end, that's a layup. Fourth year in the league, wide open underneath throw, and he sails it. And I'm like, Greg, that's a layup. That that isn't even a tough one. No, I agree. I I, I don't know. I, yeah, I I mean, I that was his, what, what do you make of him? That was yeah, that was just one bad throw in the game and it was a bad bad throw. Musgrave was wide open on the crosser. It was third down. It's a throw you have to make. Beyond that, Colin, I don't know what to say about it other than that he was extremely efficient. I mean, he looks good. You know, he's he's one of those guys that looks the part. He's got good feet. He drops back well. He, the ball position is, is good. The ball carriage, it comes out easily. Um, they kept it pretty simple for him. He actually made a great throw to Watson on a deep ball down the left sideline. Perfectly thrown ball where the second-year safety hill from Michigan showed incredible range as a post-safety to work from the middle of the field and get his hand on the ball. But it was a beautiful throw by Love. It just was an incomplete ball. But again, we need to see more of him to see if the Musgrave miss, which no question was bad, if that's the kind of thing that happens on a weekly basis. And we don't know the answer to that yet. Okay, uh, Emmanuel Acho on this network said something the other day. I heard him and I thought it, it, it really crystallized it for me. He said, when the ball gets snapped by Trey Lance, it's as if he's seeing everything for the first time. There's that immediate sense of, Oh, wow, I'm yeah. overwhelmed. Well, he didn't play a lot in college. He hasn't played a lot in the NFL. It just looks harder than it should be with Kyle Shanahan's system, which is pretty quarterback friendly. What's the film say? What did you see with Trey Lance? Yeah. 
Yeah, the thing with Lance is, and and it's a shame, and 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 maybe he won't be any good. Who knows? But he hasn't really played much football, Colin, since 2019. Think about that for a minute. He has not played a lot of football. Um, I've heard some say he's not an intuitive player. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's not instinctive. Um, the issue in this game, if you're just looking at this game where he did play the entire first half, is he turned down a number of throws that were clearly there within the timing and structure of the play design, and that's where the ball needed to go. That's the play, and he turned down those throws. So the question is, is he not seeing it? Is he not recognizing it as open? Um, you know, either one is a problem, obviously, but you know, the guy hasn't played a lot of football. And unfortunately, he's on a team. He's a work in progress because he hasn't played a lot. But the Niners don't have a work in progress roster. Right. They have a Super Bowl roster. Yeah. All right, Derek Carr. I know it's one start, but he looked really good. Yeah. <laughs> and I know it wasn't many series. But, um, you know, J-Mac's been trying to sell me on this. They have a very nice roster um, that, you know, Mickey Loomis has put together. It's a, in that division, it's a very nice roster, uh, better than a roster that Derek Carr came from, uh, and he looked pretty slick. What yeah. did the film say? Yeah, I thought he looked comfortable, he looked smooth, but he's been a good player. You know, Derek Carr is one of those guys that sometimes we talk about as if he hasn't had success in the league. Uh, you know, obviously maybe people expected more, but he's been successful in this league. You know, obviously it didn't work out with Josh McDaniels. I spoke to a coach, a defensive coach in this league, who explained to me exactly why it didn't work out. I'd have to go into the weeds to explain that, but there's legitimate reasons why it didn't work out, and much of it does not have to do with Carr. And by the way, that's not knocking McDaniels. It's just, it, it was a mix that just, it didn't work out. Um, but Carr's had a lot of success. He throws the ball well. He's got movement. He's a smart guy. I would expect him to play well in the context of that offense. And if Michael Thomas is healthy, they have a lot of weapons. Yeah. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Uh, Olave is going to be a star. He's really, really good. Um, Dak Prescott, bad interception week. Yeah. Bad interception year. I do think practice matters more now than it ever has because we have a fewer preseason games. Um, and because a lot of starters don't play, Sean McVay started that trend. A lot of starters don't play in preseason. So these inter-squad games yep. in practice now feel very important to me. And it, it, when you see the Dak picks, is there an issue? Is there a bad habit? How do you tweak it? Well, you know, I went through all his picks from last year, and I actually did that this summer as well. And, you know, there are a number of them that were well-thrown balls that bounced off re receivers. So picks you have to look at as individual plays, not as numbers on a sheet. I will say this about Prescott. He's been injured a good amount in his career. He's gotten older now. You know, he suffered lower body injuries. Um, so his game has changed a bit. Earlier in his career, he had very good movement. You know, he was even a runner to some extent. Yeah. That movement is, has been minimized. Wow. Um, at this point in his career, he's a pocket quarterback who needs to be protected. He needs a fully dimensional offense. What he is essentially, Colin, is a ball distributor and executor. He's not a playmaker. So he needs to play within the timing and structure of the play design and the route concepts. So therefore, the scheme, the coordinator, the nature of the offense, all that becomes increasingly important. That was really a good breakdown. All right, Russell Wilson. You know Sean Payton's not happy 
when he takes his starters into the second <laughs> quarter. So you tell me, when when Russell had time, he was five for five. He didn't have a ton of time. And again, yeah, it could be offensive line issues. They've got two new pieces. I think their own lines actually, personnel-wise, could be pretty interesting for the guys I like. What did you make of Russell Wilson-Payton game one? Yeah. One of the things they clearly wanted to work on, and again, people have to remember that in the preseason, coaches often want to work on specific things. So they're not game planning. One of the things they clearly wanted to work on was play action with Wilson under center, what I call conventional play action. And I think that that's something they would really like to be able to do well because they're going to have a good run game. Uh, and their own line should be pretty good. Um, wh- what they're trying to do is they're trying to get Wilson comfortable within the timing and structure of the offense. He's older. He doesn't move quite as well. Um, now, again, we're not going to sit here and say he's Drew Brees. Here you're seeing the play action. We're not going to sit here and say he's Drew Brees. Drew Brees is a first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the greats of all time. But they're trying to get Wilson to play comfortably within structure. And there were times in Seattle he did that very well, and there's other times he made his hay in Seattle by being a movement quarterback, a second reaction movement guy. He's not the same doing that. So the key is for him to be comfortable within the structure of what they're trying to get done, and I think you're going to see them work on that in the preseason, and my guess is there'll be ups and downs. Yeah, I I do think, unlike the Jets, there are multiple players on this offensive line, Bowles, McGlinchey, Powers, that have played at a high level. It's just a matter of... So I think Denver's O-line, it's not like the Jets. They've got... I also like one of their interior linemen. They've got guys who can perform. It's just getting it to gel with the Jets. If Dwayne Brown doesn't play, they got guys who I'm not sure can play, right? Different different ball game. Yeah, I, without question. I mean, there's a lot of teams. We could go through probably 10, 12 teams that the preseason O-line are, are issues, that they're trying to fill spots, and, and we don't know how that's going to play out just yet. And I guess we'll find out by how much teams play who they believe to be their starters as the preseason continues. Finally, Quinn Ewers was a topic about 30 minutes ago. Uh, where I said, yeah. I think Sark has to win at least, he has to go at least 10 and 2, right? He's got to win. And he's got this situation where Arch Manning's probably more talented. Quinn Ewers is the starter. But I, when I watch Quinn Ewers, I'm like, I see Jay Cutler and Zach Wilson. It's just sloppy. You looked at last year's film, and I, I got, yeah. you apparently saw the same thing. I did. I sent you my evaluation. Yep. yep. Um, and, you know, he was a big time recruit. He was the number one recruit in the country. You know, he came from South Lake Carroll, which is a national power in Texas. Um, but, you know, I, I thought without going into everything that is on my sheet, um, I thought his tape from last year showed far too much backyard football, too much of an undisciplined, loose sandlot feel to his play. The starting point with him must be technique work. You've got to. Uh, He's got to throw with a firmer base. He's got to throw with better balance and weight transfer. He clearly has what some might call a hand cannon. He throws the ball easily, but there's so much work that needs to be done with him that it's, we'll see. I mean, we don't know what happened this offseason. Uh, from what I've been told by someone who knows, he's going to get a very long leash. Um, 
he's been told he's the quarterback. And so unless it all fo totally falls apart, Colin, he's going to be the quarterback. They're not going to put Manning in, you know, week two if Ewers has a bad week one game. That's what I've been told. All right. Greg Cosell, it is so great to have you back. Appreciate it. And we'll talk next week. Looking forward to it, Colin. Thanks so much. Yeah. By the way, and I'll bring it back later, what he said about Dak Prescott, it's the first I've heard it. It's the most accurate I've heard it. I hope everybody heard it. We'll bring it back. Dak, because of lower body injuries, is now a pocket quarterback. That's just what he is. doesn't mean you can't occasionally scramble. But part of the gift of Dak was that great O-line, Zeke in his prime, and Dak's ability to move. Now, and we've never thought he's an elite thrower, now he is a pocket quarterback. That's fine if you're Jared Goff. Jared Goff's got a great arm and throws a beautiful ball. That was fine for Brady. It would be fine for Peyton Manning. But Dak's never been viewed as an elite sit-in-the-pocket-and-let-her-rip guy. Even his college coach, Dan Mullen, said, yeah, we, we love the guy, we love the body, we didn't love the way he threw. That's why he dropped to the fourth round. So it's like, I hope you heard that, all you Cowboy fanboys, because of lower body injuries, he's just a pocket quarterback now. With a less of an offensive line, no Zeke in his prime, no Dalton Schultz. So when you make him just be a pocket quarterback, the interceptions go up, mm. right? So like that explains it right there, is that he has been reduced because of lower body injuries. That's the downside to running. I've said this with Josh Allen, Cam Newton, Big Ben. You can get away with it for about six years. And then year seven, eight, and nine, lower body injuries, your mechanics can struggle, you can't move and haven't really developed as much as you should in the pocket. Big Ben aged fast, Cam aged fast. Josh Allen's got to stop taking hits, or he's going to age really fast in about three years. Uh, that's a phenomenal note uh, from him. I just looked at uh, Dak's rushing numbers, first three years. That's what made him so dangerous. Yes. 282 yards, 357, 305 but he rushed for six touchdowns in each of the first three years. Last two seasons, he has two touchdowns rushing. And if you look at even first downs, he was able to scramble, right, keep the play alive. He's not doing that anymore. It's not who he is I anymore. I had not noticed that. That no. is interesting. Yeah. Lower body injury. Not great injury. for Dallas. No, it's just he's a pocket guy. And again, Aaron Rodgers mm. runs less. That's fine. He's an elite pocket guy. Burrow, elite pocket guy. Herbert. Elite pocket. Jalen Hurts, by the way, showed last year, oh, we may have ourselves an elite pocket guy that can run. Dak's never been that. So the numbers don't lie for all the fanboys. Greg Cosell, he has transitioned to a different player. That would explain the picks. Before making that risky throw, take off, pick up eight yards, get the first down, move the chains. Now he just throws it. Pretty good stuff. One more herd? The herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
the all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zinn Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zinn create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zinn is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zinn is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zinn won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zinn. Find your Zinn online or in a store near you at zinn.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is HERD, H-E-R-D. New customers can bet 5 bucks, get $150 instantly in bonus bets. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with the code HERD, H-E-R-D. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Into your first year, Discover credit cards. Double all the cash back you've earned automatically. Everything earned double. Check it out. Seriously. See it for yourself at discover.com slash match. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. So we touched on the Jets and Bucks and their joint practice, which was a disaster uh, for the Jets offensive line. But Garrett Wilson was reportedly unguardable. Against that fierce Tampa secondary, Aaron Rodgers has had a handful of receivers in his career, and he believes Wilson is the next great one in line. Well, the talent is is really impressive. Uh, he makes difficult things look easy. Receivers uh, are an interesting personality. They are usually the most talented guys on the, on the team, athletically. I've had some great ones over the years who are great people as well, and... He's one of those guys. I used to have a rule with Devontae where I'd give Devontae a little extra tick because I know if I did that, he's going to get open because he was is really difficult to cover. And I have to give that to Garrett, too. Another great quote by Aaron Rodgers. I'm telling you, this new Aaron, I don't know about the Jets online, but this new Aaron, I'm in. You know, he sounds like somebody who could probably run for, you know, a some political stage in New York. He's just crushing it right now. He's on fire. 
Everything he says is like, wow, very regal, leader. No, he's just confident. Have you ever known anybody that it's just weird that he was driving me crazy the last three years in Green Bay? He was hypersensitive, you know, not really committing. And I don't care about ayahuasca. I mean, it starts with Iowa. That's a nice state. Ayahuasca. I don't know. But like this, Aaron, is like focus, committed. Like, here's the thing. Nobody wants to hear me talk about retirement. Nobody wants to hear you talk about retirement. If you want to retire, you know, call your CPA and get your IRA and your SEP IRAs all caught up, figure it out. But nobody wants to hear about it. Like, so don't talk about it. And I also think it's bad messaging. Just just don't talk about I'm near the end. Like, and I think when he was, especially as a pro athlete, because your window is like eight years of prime real estate. So I don't know. I just find him really focused and very, I mean, he's always been smart. He's always been thoughtful. Are, are you surprised no New York media member has said, you know, Aaron, what happened in that darkness retreat? Because you went in a, a certain guy, everybody had an idea of who you were. And you just seem like a completely different person. Just, you, I mean, well, nothing is like he was before. Well, you, sometimes, I had a couple cocktails the other night. I woke up the next morning a new man. Sometimes you just need darkness. Darkness. Fuzziness. I don't think you can have alcohol in the darkness retreat. G- gin. Is, is that one of the rules of... Uh, uh, I don't know the rules. Um, would you ever do that? I can't. I don't mind alone time, but dark for darkness four days. is different from alone time. I can't even read. Like, if I could read, I'd be fine. Give me about three books, I can yeah, read. So what are you... You're just in there with your feelings and your thoughts? Oh, boy. I don't want to be in you touch with those. You would come out with so many takes. Your takes oh, my God. Fire. I'd be a take machine. Yeah. That's what I should do every August, four days in a retreat in the woods. That following Monday, don't book any guests. It'll be a take machine. Maybe you could get a voice recorder in there to record some of the takes and then play them back because you can't write anything down. It's so dark. The fruit flies are getting you, aren't they? All over the place. Damn. I don't know. Yeah, it's rough. Uh, All right, let's stay in Tampa for the next story. Um, It sounds like Baker Mayfield was so impressive in preseason game one. He's going to be the starter. And Kurt Warner, remember that guy? believes Baker could be a great thing for the offense. Baker is one of those QBs that you keep him in his wheelhouse. He could be a good quarterback. He has good instincts. He has that big arm. He can push the ball down the field. And just watching the preseason game, look like the Bucks are trying to establish the run. They want to be that kind of team. So I think Baker can really thrive in that system. He's not accurate anymore. And that's, it just comes down to that. Ball placement, not good. Yeah. Quinn Ewers, ball placement, not good. Trey Lance. Ball placement. Will Levis. Ball placement. That's what Greg Cosell said five times. You got to put the ball right there. He hasn't in recent years. So the Bucks lost Russell Gage for the season. I saw that. Not great. Number number two, number three receiver. Good player. Well, Evans and Godwin are the two. So he's a three on that team. Valuable. Uh, And then you know uh, we have a note here that Kurt Warner, who made all these comments, you know his son is currently trying to make the Bucks roster. Oh, Cade Warner. So, well, oh boy. you know, hyping up Baker Mayfield. He's oh looking boy. good. So here, here, here's the image of Kurt Warner and his son um, in Tampa. Well, that's not. That doesn't oh, did necess- you see the Kurt Warner movie? I forget the name of it, but did you uh, watch it? No, but um, it's a kind of, it kind of had a heartwarming Disney kind yeah, of feel to it. Kind yeah, of one of those. Listen, I, I w- I'm going to go out and give that a recommend. If you, I, I saw it on a plane and I was like, this is kind of good. It's like a pretty good story. You're rooting for Kurt Warner. I, I liked it. I saw a race car movie this week, Gran Turismo. Is that in the theater? Well, there's a couple billboards over around Los Angeles. 
fascinating story. Wait, is this the kid who's playing video games or whatever? A kid becomes a gamer into a, a race car driver. Oh, and I it's a true the, story. I saw the trailer. Is it good? I, I watched. I had, yeah, I interviewed the guy the other day, the guy, the gamer oh. that became the driver on the volume. And I got to be honest with you. It's not bad. <laughs> well, I went in with the low expectations. I just thought it's just a movie. And I was like, I was entertained for 90 minutes. I didn't know the story existed. Gran so he Turismo. was just a really good he gamer? He was a really good gamer. And then sort of a, uh, I would say, sort of an optimistic motorsports executive said, I'm going to make that kid a driver. And they found a kind of a failed race car driver with a chip on his shoulder that kind of helped him yeah. and guided him. It's an interesting what do they story. Call that in the um, like the second father. Uh, there's like an arc in movies that always in you know there's like a, a fatherly figure who becomes a tutor to the guy. Who's this? Is there any big actors in there? You'll see. It got the guy was in Stranger Things. The the lead actor. Oh yeah 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 the cop uh, d- uh, the sheriff I forget his name. Yes. What's the, what's the sheriff's name? David Harbour. Yeah, are He's you excellent. watching Stranger Things? By the way. No, I did it for a couple years. David Harbour's in the movie Gran Turismo. It's good. Orlando Bloom's in it. Okay. It, yeah, I mean, it's, it's worth it. It's like one of those classic, you're on a plane, or you have a Sunday afternoon before the football season starts, and you're like, I'm going to go watch yeah, it. it's August. You've got a couple hours. It's like hours. the Kurt Warner movie. It's a yeah. feel-good. Check it out. Take uh, your son to it. I thought it was the kind of, yeah. take my son to it and watch it about never give up on your dreams. It's got a good message. Well, I, my son and I were watching Cocaine Bear in the theater. Oh, boy. And that preview came on, and we're like, we're going to check that out. Cocaine Bear is not great. It's kind of funny, but... The title kind of gives me a hint on that. Final story. George Pickens is dominating uh, so far in Pittsburgh. He looks like a wide receiver one. He only had 52 catches for 801 yards of four TDs last year, but former Steeler Ryan Clark says Pickens is much more talented than Justin Jefferson. Oh, slow down. Slow down a little bit there. I don't think there's I mean, a receiver on the planet talented? that is much more talented than Justin Jefferson. I, I got to say, Justin Jefferson is off the charts. No, he's, he's like so Randy Moss, yeah. Calvin Johnson. Like, like Justin's one of the – you can argue somebody's in his class. Nobody's way more talented. <laughs> That's idiotic. Um, Jefferson, like, he's on these Instagram videos with his footwork, and it's like, how does he do this? Like, he looks like a ballet dancer, rapid fire – and listen, I like Pickens. I think he's a good uh, he's fantasy tremendous guy. tremendous talent. I mean, Pickens is just a guy you could just throw up and he'll get it. He's that good. Um, Justin just, Jefferson, though, is a, is a it, superstar. I mean, you you're know, drafting receivers. When you, you going, lose Stephon Diggs and nobody talks about it, you got to be pretty good to replace him. That, yeah. that kid is just... Um, would you go Jefferson or uh, Chase? Here, here's the catch Pickens made on the sideline. Look, look at his body control. This guy's really talented. Look at him. <laughs> catch radius is sick. Never been more talented receiver. And then he now. threw it in the defensive back's face. I do like a little If you're of talking that. pure talent, I would say Jefferson won, this kid in Pittsburgh too, Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, Jamar Chase. It does help Whoa, Jamar that he Ch- has. Ch- Chase has got to be second, dude. He's unbelievable. Uh, I don't know. Devontae Adams is crazy. He's he crazy is, but good. Chase is younger. I mean... Maybe There's we dudes need a top everywhere. Top ten receiver list uh, next week. I don't know. Right. You know we got a Bengals fan over here uh, aching and moaning. You hear that, Ryan, over there? Maybe we'll do a list next. Uh, J Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The herd live. The- Be sure to catch live editions of the herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker. 
for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zin.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Hi, it's the Herd. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Any. That's right. To celebrate college basketball's most frenzied time of the year, it's here. DraftKings is giving new customers a shot to rack up bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code heard once again, new customers. Bet 5 and get 150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, code HER, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Well, we were just talking about Justin Jefferson and Pickens at Pittsburgh, how great these guys are. So I'll give you, and you asked about best receivers in the league. How about we do this, J-Mac? A top 10 quarterback-receiver duo, because one needs the other, right? 
Most great quarterbacks have had it. Montana's got a rice. Generally, you have a duo. So we'll do the top 10 duos. I would say 10, and it's really an emerging one, is Amaron St. Brown and Goff. If you don't, you think it's overrated, the last two years when Goff targets him, he completes 74% of his throws in a 106 passer rating. So I didn't think Amaron St. Brown was going to be this good of a pro. I didn't think he could separate. I this think is stunning. At 10? Oh, I think they're really Holy good. Holy cow. All right, here we and, go. But they're getting better. So nine, because I don't trust Tua's health, is Tua and Tyreek Hill. Hill's great, but Tua doesn't throw a great deep ball. And Tyreek Hill's really known as an over-the-top receiver. I like him. Hill leads the NFL in receiving yards over the last six seasons. But a lot of that is Patrick Mahomes. Number eight, Dak Prescott, C.D. Lamb. Now, you could say to yourself, we have questions about Dak. But when Dak targets C.D. Lamb, who, by the way, has gotten better every year in Dallas... 99 passer rating, 67% completion percentage. So Dak is a different quarterback when he is targeting C.D. Lamb. Number seven, Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins. I don't doubt Justin Jefferson, but in a big game, who shrinks? Kirk's not the same quarterback. Now, now, Justin led the NFL in receiving yards and receptions in the first year under Kevin O'Connell. But this is a reality of a superstar Receiver, I mean, Randy Moss didn't do much in Oakland. Like, you got to have the quarterback, too. Number six, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. I just worry about the drama with Stephon Diggs. Listen, since he arrived, they have this entire offense feels like it's taken another step. My question, though, is do they, by drafting Dalton Kincaid, do they want to be less reliant on Stephon Diggs going forward? And my guess is the answer is yeah. Uh, number five, I think they'll blow up Chris Olave and Derek Carr. Oh, I think they're going to have a huge year. Remember, rem- what, what, good old line, Olave ranked two in receiving yards and receptions for rookies. Do you know who ranked number one? Let's go to number four, Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson. So I put this ahead of Carr and Olave because Rodgers better than Carr. But I think, listen, Wilson led all the rookies in receptions with 83, which is insane when he had Mike White, Joe Flacco, and Zach Wilson. So I think this is the fourth best quarterback-receiver combo in the league. Like Derek Carr, Chris Olave, I think it's going to blow up this year. I'm giving you stock at 22. It's going to be 48 by the end of the year. You're welcome. Number three is Mahomes and Kelsey. He is a tight end. But do you know Kelsey ranked third in yards after the catch ahead of almost all wide receivers? In fact, it was ahead of all wide receivers. That's what my stat here says. So, I again, tight ends are rarely the go-to guy, but he really is their number one guy. Also, he's too big for corners and too fast for linebackers, so he's a matchup nightmare. Number two, I think it's going to explode Trevor Lawrence, Calvin Ridley. I think it's going to go through the roof. People forgot that Calvin Ridley's amazing. Last year, Trevor Lawrence... Over the last nine games, without a number one receiver, 15 touchdowns, two picks, and a 105 passer rating. And number one, Burrow and Jamar Chase. I just think it's LSU. There's a chemistry between the two. I mean, all you need to know is when they target, when they connect, it's 108 passer rating, 107, 108 passer rating. And they just they connected from the first time they were together. You think that Trevor Lawrence, Calvin Ridley? Oh, come on. This look is at the wild. number. Look at the numbers. This is wild. Oh, wild. 
What's wild okay. about any of them? Well, I, I'm just going to toss out a couple misses. Besides Car and Olave at five. What? Um, we, uh, listen, if uh, Goff can make it on there, where's uh, Geno Smith and DK Metcalf? Oh, my gosh. They've done a lot. Um, Stafford and Cup, are they dead? Well, we, first of all, you got to have Stafford and Cup. They were um, hurt. Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen? First of all, we don't know if the Rams' O line's any good. We don't know if Stafford's going to be upright. Um, we don't know if Carr and Olave is going to work. Hey, uh, and, and listen, as Ridley? a stockbroker, Ridley? I. Ridley? Calvin insanity. Ridley. And like two. Oh, I think they're going to blow up. Oh, my gosh. Buffalo Bills fans are going to freak out at Josh Allen and dig sixth. Well, there's all sorts of drama. They drafted a tight end to not be Stephon Diggs reliant. I, I'll be honest. I was thinking who was one and who was two. Oh, you know, Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown? Didn't put it Let's on there. Let's redo the list. No, we got to redo Got rid of this. Shane Steichen. We got to redo this. Come on. We Hurts got, and Brown last year? Devontae Smith, according to his teammate yesterday, is the most talented receiver in the league. Oh, Devontae Smith's numbers explode. Oh, boy. Final hour is going to be crazy on you. We should just run this the whole time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The herd. What is Nick Wright going to say? <laughs> Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.